Hi, and welcome to Codependent. I'm Leif, and I'm joined by my mother, Nancy. Say hi, Mom. Hi, everybody. We're basically a gay son and mom duo, like Grey Garden style, and here to talk some hot topics and what's going on in our lives. Hope you'll be entertained through this quarantine and beyond. Okay, Mom. We're back, and guess what? <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm almost afraid to ask. We're influencers now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever the heck that means. We have our instagram account which is co underscore dependent underscore podcast and we've been as you know creating a bunch of content for it so we have pictures we're now doing videos (laughs) we have eight we have eight of them and i posted a funny video today do we want to talk about that are they supposed to go look at it they can look at it but then um we are also going to be shooting a funny skit, which we will not say until we post it um, this weekend. So we're basically influencers. So, you know, we have 55 people following our Instagram. <laughs> we have had um, 287 downloads. So, I mean, we're, we're practically famous. So now we just have to get... <laughs> people to actually listen to it um so you just don't get it yeah so post it people share it people tell your in your influencer friends i've been texting like my friends who text me about it and i'm like do you have any influencer friends and they're like no and i'm like well that's not fun like how am i supposed to be how am i supposed how 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 are my mom and me supposed to be famous or their podcast if no one's listening to it but It's consistency, people, so we're going to continue doing it. We record on Saturday mornings, which I'm not even fully awake, but, um, so this is really only like 60% of my... If ever the pool (laughs) opens up, that's my swim time. Well, we will then do Saturday (laughs) afternoons or Sunday mornings, but then our goal is to put out one podcast every Monday morning, so even if we only get our 55 followers... Then at least when I'm old and you're long gone, I could be like, we could listen to each other. I could listen that to could each be other. Sooner rather than later. <laughs> I hope not. But like, um, then I could listen to us talking about poop and penises. And... Oh no, let's not go down that. How many times do I have to tell you no one wants to hear those things? But okay, that's the they thing. They do not. But see, every, it's all it's so taboo. People don't want to talk about it, but it's just na- human reason. nature. <laughs> I love talking about all that stuff. We're all so buttoned up. My day was much simpler. We didn't have to discuss any of those things. Yeah, and then people suffered with from things behind the, <laughs> in the in closed doors, behind closed doors. That's not fun. We gotta let it out in the open. Well, kind of speaking of our, since we're now Instagram influencers, um, I you know Kendall Jenner, right? Yes. The model in the Kardashian family. So she did a. Um, uh, collab with Kenneth Cole to raise awareness for mental health. Um, and she was doing this interview and she was, um, she touched on the fact that she has anxiety and that when she was little, she, there was a lot of times where she felt she couldn't breathe. And then they actually, so they, they took her to a lot of doctors to make sure nothing was wrong with her, but she ended up being diagnosed with like anxiety. And so then she was saying there's a lot of like fashion shows or, you know, for example, the Met, one of the Met Gals or whatever, she was saying she couldn't, she wouldn't go because of her anxiety. 
but like which was nice that she's opening up about it and she's doing a collab and all that stuff but then you know when you look at her like instagram feed or whatever and it's like she has this perfect life you know she always has you know perfect body the perfect makeup the perfect poses the perfect everything so which i don't think that's very healthy because like you know we're all bombarded with these celebrities and these people who have like that are putting this persona out there that's not real right it's all fake well it's true and that's probably one one uh positive thing about all of this uh, virus business. Everybody's at home <clears throat> on their computers and, you know, they barely run a comb through their hair and yeah. they have makeup on and they're in grubby clothes like everybody else is. And so it's kind of an equalizer in that regard. But uh, no matter what, you know, oh, yeah. young people like Jenner, she, uh, you know, she's going to continue Well, because that's be how she has all the likes and the people... Whatever, Which, but is that really? I mean, well, they make, is that really a big deal? Well, they make. I mean, should it be a big deal? Well, I think of the. We only aspire to the young and the beautiful. Well, I think the um, they monetize it, so they make when you have when you get so many followers. So I think a lot of people get these like perfect Instagram videos and images, and their whole Instagram um, story or whatever is like all perfect and stuff because they're trying to get followers and then once you get enough followers you can um do like paid ads and stuff like that that pay you a lot of money if you have a million followers or whatever well honey i don't really think that that's going to be no. our future well <laughs> i hate if, to burst your bubble if you don't put it out there and it's not going to happen <laughs> but i'm not even talking about that but like i mean to your point i do think that right now people are a little more real with anxiety and things and kids and the way they look but you still have I, I still have people in my feed that like celebrities that are just like oh thought I would do a cute um photo shoot today and you know it's like super like not I don't know if it's photoshop but you know all the filters are there and like you know they took like a thousand photos to get that one photo and you're just like who cares but like I mean, exactly. Who cares? part of me though, I do like, you know, when it's like an editorial and it's like super pretty and like, I like to look at those and like more like, you know, a photographer or whatever. But then I don't think it should be every single of your posts should be like fake or, you know what I mean? Like this person that you're not, you're exuding, but it's not necessarily you. But anyway, well, everyone, if you follow us, guess what? It is bad. <laughs> we don't look that great. We're having fun. So we're we're changing it. So uh, we got to start our hashtag. I think I said it in another episode. It's like, we got to figure it out. Like, keep it real. Hashtag, like, no filter, don't care. Or something like that. Because I know the no filter thing, but that's kind of boring. But, so, yeah. Well, as I keep saying to you, I don't really want to be on camera. Well, mom, you have to be. People want to see. People well, want to see you. I don't really think that's true. I really don't. Um, well, I mean, so, you know that if I didn't love you so much, I wouldn't probably be doing <laughs> this. Well, you liked doing the podcast. Well, what I yes, because no one has to look at me, and that's what I'm happy about. Yeah, but see, so you I, have to be. You got to be happy in yourself, mom. You got to be like, 
you're I beautiful and that you love it. And so, like, you should be happy that you're taking Nobody photos. my age thinks we're beautiful. Trust me. Well, you should. Go, oh, aren't we beautiful and gorgeous? My God, nobody my age. <laughs> we don't want to be in a mirror with just ourselves and <laughs> naked. It's too creepy. <laughs> well, you know what? You got to get used to it. We got to. We're gonna get you out there. Um, well, you know the other side of not only do I think that there's a lot of obviously um, I don't even know the word fake I want to use, but you know definitely like not real life on Instagram and all these things. But um, I was um, reading an article this week about the influencers, which, you know, now we're part of. Um, (laughs) So just if we say it enough, it is going to happen. So it's manifesting, people. I'm manifesting. My mom and I are being influencers. We're going to go on and watch what happens live with Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen is going to have us on. Don't you worry. So anyway... um, there was this article about influencers and that because of the quarantine, people are online even like a lot more than they were or and people are already on social media a lot. And they were saying that um, they've experienced a lot more harassment. So uh, there's a lot more troll internet trolls, you know, and so people since they have more time, you know, they're um, going on posting on these people's um, pictures or whatever and harassing them basically and then which that boggles that doesn't sound good yeah but so like there there was already like enough of it so if you like true in, influencers and celebrities and stuff like you you hear like when they talk in on talk shows or whatever they'll talk about you know they say oh I try not to read comments and stuff but like you read you know what I mean like everyone's curious of what people think or like you're bored or whatever and for every nine good comments you have one horrible comment maybe well and it seems like probably more nowadays because people are frustrated or who you know maybe they're not happy in their life right now and then they're just like tweet whatever mean things and so that's what I don't get because like I I mean we all like might think something like oh that person's crazy or that doesn't look great or whatever but, like, I don't know why they feel like they have to post about it or, like, comment on it. So, like, um, now I'm trying to, because I, like, follow a bunch of celebrities and other people like that. So, I'm trying to comment more, right? And I don't think I've ever had one negative comment. Because, like, why is it, like, if I don't like something, don't follow them, right? Well, that certainly makes sense. I don't understand any of that in 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 what you're talking about or in politics or you say something and then you have uh, people just going crazy and say terrible things. I mean, I don't understand it. Like, just don't watch whatever you're being upset about. Yeah. I don't think that's healthy for anyone. No, and I think, like, it's one thing to have if someone that you're following or a friend or whoever maybe posts something and maybe you don't necessarily agree with them and maybe you could have like can't you just say i respect well yeah you could have a dialogue or like what yeah. i i think this or i don't like that i think that's totally fine but then i think people go too far and so even if they maybe had good intentions they might just say it in a, a mean way or whatever but i do think there's people that are just intentionally saying mean comments so like the so 
when I'm looking, when I post, when I'm like post a comment, I don't really look at other people's comments because I don't care what other people are commenting about on someone's post. I don't even know. But like you will see like because you'll see like the a couple while you're typing your thing out. And there are some like really mean, nasty comments out there. And you're just like, get a life. Like, <laughs> go talk to a friend and just vent out about say whatever. But I don't know. Well, when I think about all of that, I naturally think of our young people. And we know that suicide is a big thing uh, for young people. And it can push people over the edge, and it does. And it's very dangerous. Yeah, so that's why I say, this is a PSA. If you don't have something nice to say, don't type it out. Why? <laughs> How is that helping you anyway? Like, it's all... It's probably making their mental health worse because they have all this anger and like weird stuff going on that they feel the need to do that. So don't post anything if it isn't nice or if it's not adding some dialogue or adding some communication. Don't you think? Absolutely. I wish more people would do that, even though I never looked at any of that stuff. <laughs> I really don't even know that half of it yet. I guess think about if. You're, let's say there was, you know when you email, you, you could email a group of people and then people might reply all. Think of it like that, where it's if you emailed a group of people with a picture of us and one of the people, let's say one of the people emailed, replied all and said, you guys are ugly. It's kind of like that. You know? Uh, again. <laughs> but you do. My I'm trying. If, if I did that. Not one person that I know that I would send that to would, even if they thought it, they would just never post it. They just. I, but just imagine if that was like that, and then worse, probably. Well, I, I, I will. I believe what you say. I mean, I, I hear about it on things, so I know that that happens, and I, and I, and it's sad and awful. I mean, I agree with Ellen. Just be nice. Just be nice. I know that's what Dad would always say to us too. I know. Yes. Even when we were yes. nice, he'd say, "Can you be nice?" <laughs> What? <laughs> but I know I never quite got this. Yeah, I'm like, okay, Dad. Um, yeah. So, um, well, we as influencers, Mom, are only trying to post fun, positive, realistic kind of stuff. So we're helping the world. Yeah. Our 55, our 55 followers on Instagram <laughs> are gonna just get some fun pictures and videos. <laughs> Um, so, um, it's funny, did you watch that SNL skit with, um, it was called Let Kids Drink? Did you see that? I don't, I don't know if I did or not. Was it recent? It was not this week's, I think it was the Mother Days one, was it last week's then? Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't think I watched it. So, they basically just, um, the premise was just like, supposed to be funny, like, we're so fed up with these kids back in the day they used to give them whiskey like let kids drink give them a drink what what's there to hurt like let them pass out or whatever you know and you know just funny because everyone's just frustrated with homeschooling and all this stuff so i think it was just a funny i thought it was pretty funny but i will say like when i my first thought was like oh this is kind of like i could see it being controversial but i was like eh, whatever it's funny it, they did they meant well and then so like half the people, you know, think it's just like, oh, it's funny if they're they're doing it in jest. But then like there's all these other people that are saying how awful it is of them and that they went way too far 
What do you think? Well, it, if it's uh, from Saturday Night Live, is that what you said? Yeah. Well, you have to... Uh, the people who are watching the show must realize it's all done in humor, tongue-in-cheek, and it isn't a statement coming from some professional about raising children. I mean, I think, you know, they have to kind of, you know, back off a little bit. I mean, I, I wouldn't take any of that seriously. Yeah. It, it is supposed to be kind of fun. So I would not be watching Saturday Night Live to get my parenting <laughs> advice from. Let's just say. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things. It's like, well, if people always take everything so seriously and like literal, then we couldn't ever have anything, right? So all the comedians would be out of business. Yeah, I thought it was funny, but I said, as I said, I felt like there was this like cringe worthy in my mind. I'm like, oh, this is like, I can see people thinking this is like unacceptable. Yeah, but I also get that it's out of your mind. Exactly, and I'm also not leaving mean comments. You know, I mean, it goes back to because like that's how a lot of especially younger people like myself, even as I'm I'm an old millennial, I get a lot of my news. But you not only get your news, but like you know, you get a lot of your like peers or whatever of like this is how your life should be. This is what it looks like. This whatever on like social media. So, and I'm so sorry for you. But it's like if you guys, it's like your magazines. Think about that. If you people just comment on your magazine article, <laughs> I'm trying to like relate to you. But like, um, so like you know how like magazines with back in the day. Well, I guess now as people fill magazines, but you know it was all photoshopped and fake and these you know articles that we are necessarily did not great. Know that. I know. So like, it's basically like social media is like a magazine brought to life, basically. You know what I mean? Well, I do. I'm just glad that I don't have to go out of my way to have to see it. Um, well, you know something that uh, I thought was cute that I saw also? So Adele apparently lives in L.A. Um, or part of the time. Um, so she lives across the street from her ex because they co-parent oh, that's nice. their seven-year-old son. And they thought it was better for him and not, you know... Well, A, they financially can probably have two separate houses on the same block easily um so i mean it's not like financially a lot of times that's not even a thing so like but it is just nice it's like a nice little thing to hear um that people actually are putting their child first and not like their egos or like who knows you know what i mean um well i think uh, there was something like that with ben affleck and and his ex-wife. He was in the back in the cottage or someplace like that. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, you I know, don't know if that's still what, what their situation is, but I thought that they went out of their way to try to do the same thing. Well, speaking of, apparently Demi, um, what's her name, Moore, and Bruce Willis are quarantining together. You know, they have three daughters together. And I don't know how many of their daughters are quarantining with them because, you know, obviously they one of them has a big house or they both do. Um, but, you know, Bruce Willis is remarried. And I think that's just so fun. Like, you know, I think more people should be like that. It's like, eh, you know, like, yeah, maybe it didn't work out or, you know, one person fell out of love or something happened. But it's like, you know, when you have the kids, even if you have grown kids, it's still like, it's not easy if your parents aren't getting along or 
you know, they're putting pressure well, or whatever. Stewart's been doing that for years. Oh, I didn't know. He must. Well, I'm assuming he has multiple wives and multiple he kids. Does. He does, and they and they all get along. Well, um, and I guess I was watching something on E, and I guess that Demi uh, Moore posted when I think it was Little Richard when he passed away, because he was at their wedding back oh, in the yeah. day, and so she posted Bruce and her wedding photo with. I mean, it was a it was a huge group, but like Little Richard was like right above them or something, and didn't he did he officiate the wedding? Because he was he oh he might, maybe he did part of his life was was being a preacher. He might have because he was pretty prominent in the photo. I mean, I only saw the photo like on TV, so I didn't really zoom into it. But um, so then they were the it was like an E talk show, and they were talking. They were they were kind of going back and forth about like well. What do you think the wife now thinks about her posting a wedding photo of them and sh- and like they were pre- Bruce, Bruce yeah, and so I think they were just like, well, obviously they're quarantining together, and it was more about little Richard than like their marriage, and I think she realizes like it's over. <laughs> so anyway, like who knew Bruce Willis and Demi Moore had such a really like, really good relationship like that? Well, if you recall when she was. Was she married to the Ashton Kutcher? Were they ever married or not? I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, either he, way. But they were still friendly with Bruce and all of That's that. That's true. So they just seem to be open-minded people, which I think is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, fighting over the kids and all that stuff. I know. More people need to be like that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, back to um, being influencers... Is that on your mind? No, because everyone, like, so, you know, when you're looking up things for us to talk about, so much of it right now is about social media, because that's what people are doing, right? Because everyone's stuck at home, so people are making videos, people are posting, uh, especially celebrities, you know, they're doing all the Zoom, there's, oh my god, there's all these Zoom um, reunions, so, did we talk about it? But you know The Goonies? My favorite movie from when I was a child. I only know through you. I've never so, seen So, Josh Gad, who is the voice of, I think, the character's Olaf in Frozen, and he was in Beauty and the Beast, like Gaston's yeah. little friend. And so he has a show called Reunited Apart, where he did, I guess he just did Back to the Future too, like all the cast and um, writers good. and directors, which was, but what was, what was interesting about The Goonies was that they had all the living cast because two cast members passed away but they had all the main characters in the li- who were living steven spielberg actually showed up because you know a lot of the big names sometimes are just like eh, i'm gonna Did skip the reunion direct he directed movie? it okay i think he he was probably more involved than just a director but or no sorry he didn't direct it he produced it and i don't know he had something to do with it well, because Filmed, 83 or 82 and well so Steve, I'm so I was surprised that he did well wait a minute but I mean what do you, you mean? weren't even born yet yeah but so Orla had the um movie so I would watch it at her house and pull it when I was like five three four five six seven so I watched it as a kid even though it was like after and then you know back in the 80s and early 90s there was way less tv and content so they would rerun old stuff all the time sure. so i actually know it's funny because even though i was born in 84 i know 
by heart so many movies from early 80s before I was even born because the Disney Channel and like that kind of stuff they would just rerun it so like um did we have the Disney Channel when I was five we got it we got cable oh. yeah so we got we got Disney Channel at in 89 anyway so they got Steven Spielberg and then they got the director who was this really cute like 90 year old guy and he couldn't Aww. And it's, it's funny because they went to him like, oh, hey, he's on or whatever. Like, talk about what your thoughts like about this, that. And then he couldn't hear or couldn't see or something. <laughs> and so who knows who was there in his house. So they, they're like, we'll come back to you. <laughs> and then whoever like was there, like, so basically like me for you, you know, like, oh, I'll, I'll help you out. And so then that was really cute. And then, um, and then uh, they had... They had, um, I think, like, the writer. I don't know. They had a bunch. It was just really sweet to see all these people. Um, So, and then, like, Hillary. Did it make your dreams come true? Oh, I mean, it's just (laughs) fun to hear, like, not only that the cast got along, but, like, they, you know, had fun, and they have all these, like, memories from it. And then, you know, you hear all these behind the scenes, like, well, you know, like, things that are important, pivotal, probably moments of the movie that they're like, oh, well, this was improv, or this was almost taken out, or we didn't even think about this until a lot, you know what I mean? So it's just fun to hear that. So it's a lot of um, shows have been doing that, which has been kind of cool. I mean, obviously, it's better if they were, like, in person and, you know, around a table or something, because, you know, you feed off of people's movements and things more, but they did Lizzie McGuire... You know, Hilary Duff, she had this, like, show on Disney Channel. I was a little old for it, but I still watched it because I watched, like, teenage girl stuff. And, of course you did. Um, they, but their, theirs was interesting because, like, they got, they had everyone together and they did their intros and, like, kind of sort of, like, ish what they're doing now and, like, then talk about, you know, in general, um, the memories they had about it and then they specifically talked about this one episode but it was called like the i don't know what the title was but it was basically lizzie gets a training bra but it was really taboo for disney and this was like this wasn't that long but this wasn't even that long ago this was like well i guess it was 20 years ago which is freaking crazy to think about but i mean 20 years ago isn't that long ago and apparently like they weren't allowed to say the word bra or they had it pushed back and then they couldn't show a bra but they could show a pile of bras but then so there was all these like um, red the red tape yeah. yeah around it. So they picked that video because it was probably the more political not political but you know like um, influential of like this is important this is something we should you know make less taboo and um, so then not only they talked about the importance of the episode and like the the behind the scenes but then they did a table read of the episode oh. which was kind of cute. Um, and then, you know, I'll get teary-eyed, too, because it's, like, their memories of... Especially these kids were, like, kids. You know, they were, like, little. Um, and then... But, yeah, so I'm. it's kind of fun to see all these um, casts getting reunited on these, like, Zoom parties, basically. Yeah, um, but going... Well, the reason I even started talking about this was I thought it was cute. So, Cameron Diaz, they, she was in a bunch of articles yesterday... Um, because she was going live. She was going to have a live 
Instagram talk about um, this um, with this lady um, who was the, is the CEO of Beekeepers Naturals, and that's that product oh, I was telling you about. Yeah. So it's funny though, but the first like couple minutes is her fumbling around and just like you just see her fo- her uh, her uh, face kind of zoomed in because she's like trying to I don't know if she's on the computer or she's at her phone or whatever, and she has this piece of paper with her and she's like, wait, she says, um, uh, she's like I'm posting it, but I know I'm supposed to say pin it, and then she's like, she's like, well, that's another fail on my end, but it was like. It was just funny because that's, like, so relatable to especially even young people who don't necessarily post stuff, you know? So, like, I was like, that to a T right now is me during this whole podcast social media frenzy that we're in right now. (laughs) So you don't know how to do it either. No. I literally have to Google, like, how do I post um, a loop on Insta or whatever and you can't... There's some things you can't do, but, like, then you have to Google it, and then I have to watch a video. I'm like, oh, that's how you do it, or that's how you get that? Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's pretty easy once you someone walks you through it really quick. And, like, um, but, yeah, like, this was – if I had to do an Instagram Live – let's say you and I were doing an Instagram Live, um, I would be exactly the same way. I'd probably have a piece of paper that I had to print out because <laughs> you're busy with your – phone or whatever so you'll be like okay now click this button and do this um but it was uh i think the reason it got a lot of attention was that it was it was relatable but also like that you know she wasn't taking herself seriously and she just was kind of like oh oops whatever like okay we'll figure this out um so it was just really sweet but then also because it was funny because i actually watched it i don't know if i watched it right when it was live but i think i watched it right when it ended and I was, it was funny because that's actually what got me into watching the video. Was not like, oh, what's this about? Because I'm, I like Cameron Diaz, but it's like, it was like, I think we talked for like 45 minutes. And I'm like, my attention span is like, I'm not watching an Instagram live video for 45 minutes. But it was because she was fumbling around and I was like, I have to watch this. So no, no, no wonder that it kind of went viral. Oh, that went viral? Yeah. So all these news oh. articles picked it up and. Nice. But it was really interesting because um, the uh, person she had on, they were talking about her company and like there's this one product that I was telling you about that this it's a spray that these like bees make something else besides honey. I don't even remember what it's called. And it's really good for your immune system and antibacterial. And like, you know, right now we're all paranoid about our immune system. So I'm like, anything that helps that's natural i'm like well me and my mom are gonna be spraying this in our mouth every day (laughs) so thanks cameron diaz for multiple reasons um so that's how you found out about that yeah well and it's funny because i think i on it was just perfect it was a perfect storm because honestly i probably would have just like if it was a perfect video in the beginning i probably would have just skipped it kind of like eh Maybe it's paid advertisement. Maybe it's, you know, I'm like, eh, whatever. But because she was so, like, just kind of like, I don't know, and had this piece of paper, I thought it was cute. So I was like, oh. And then she had that lady on, and then she would, you know, they were talking about, you know, I'm hippy-dippy about natural, homeopathic-y type stuff. So then that's what also kind of got me to listen to it. I didn't listen to the whole 45 minutes, though. I probably listened to the first, like, 
10 minutes enough to like want that product and then it was this well this was at like night and then when i woke up i I went and told you and i was like mom i bought this product we're gonna start using it (laughs) so i mean well if it's all natural it's probably not gonna hurt yeah we could try it never know through this you know current situation anything can keep it keep us healthy yeah i mean my gosh yeah so that's why i'm trying to do my i do two squeeze two whole lemons i have every day that's why i'm trying to get you to have a lemon with me yes but you always offer it to me after i've just brushed my teeth okay well there's plenty of lemons a little earlier you should just do it in the morning just have some lemon water or like a shot of lemon you know you could squeeze it yourself i have that squeezer when you wake up good for your immune system like vitamin c straight from the source yeah, well, know. anyway, so, um, well, there were a couple, like, more sad um, things I saw this week. So, you know, my favorite, Mary-Kate Olsen, because... I saw some of that. So, Mary-Kate Olsen was married to this French um, banker, and he actually was brothers with the former president, French president, um, Sarkozy is the last name. Well, so he's 17 years her senior, which we've talked about before, about, I mean, you and dad were 21 years apart, and, you know, I think it's funny, because... we were well suited to each other. Well, of course, and you also were, as I said, you were, been around the block, mom, before you married dad. (laughs) You weren't a child bride or anything, not like, well, Mary-Kate, okay, so she's probably, what, 30, I think she's 33 now, and they got married in 2015, so, I mean, she was, like, late 20s, and, you know, I guess she wasn't... So she wasn't that young, but, you know, even from someone who has seen the product, you know, of a relationship that has that age gap, and that I'm okay with it, because if it wasn't for an age gap, I wouldn't be here, or I wouldn't have the two parents I had, so I'm lucky that you decided to marry an old man, you know? Um he really wasn't old when I married him. He was 57, right? Maybe 55. <laughs> oh. Well, it wasn't, you know, when you're when you're an adult, the age difference really doesn't make that much difference. Between 30 and 50 is kind of a difference, but um I mean, no, I'm trying. I'm I'm for it. I think love is love. Do what you want to do, um but I'm just trying to also tell like show there is bias from people who even aren't necessarily biased because I try like as I said like I've seen it my whole life in age gap and I always had people say oh is that your grandpa like it didn't really bother me but like I think still I think you know you have these societal norms in your head even if you don't agree with it or you don't care you still that's like your first thought you know so I remember when they were like dating I remember like oh my gosh you're talking about Mary Kate or yeah Mary Kate Olsen and this guy I was like oh my gosh he's so much older than her and all this stuff and like I had those thoughts which um I'm like who cares like you know if it's not like she's doing it for the money because she she's independent she doesn't need it so you know I know obviously she did it for love like she obviously loved him <clears throat> so like either way if it was um a younger female or younger male, like, 
we should just get over it. If you're, if that's who you're into, it's who you're into, who cares? But I was still, you know, still in my head. But then, um, I feel, I feel bad for her because I guess apparently now she can't get divorced because it's not an essential thing. So she can't even get divorced, but apparently, so she's, she lives with, I think she lives with her sister now and like a group of friends. And I think the sister's boyfriend or something. Um, but just to tell everybody, I was a fanatic Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen fan. So I obviously found them through Full House, like everybody did. I was obsessed with twins and I think not just like them but in tw- gen- in general like I think always I think having that twin you know you have that best friend not all the time but like you know you have that person that like knows you the most and that you I mean you have you shared a womb you know even if you're not identical it's like you have this built-in best friend you know obviously you're gonna fight and whatever but like as a kid I always thought that was really um sweet and I always was like oh I want to be a twin I want to have that best friend so then you know then obviously at like what four or five they kind of broke out and did like all these videos girl I had every video I had they had two different shows on VHS that I had and I think I had every single episode and then they had these really I mean they had good movies on um, ABC or whatever you know they had the um, double double toil and trouble or something or whatever. That's true, yeah. Oh my god! And then because there's twins in that movie that are you know older, and then um, there was oh my god uh, going to grandmother's house. There were some. I mean, there are some classics. People look into it. The Olsen twins are underrated actresses. Okay, um, and so. I was kind of, okay, I actually really only, I watched the first season of Fuller House, right? You know, it's the new Netflix show. I think there were three seasons that John Stamos kind of helped, yeah, get everyone together. It was actually a really good concept, what they did, but then I ended up only watching the first season, because, you know, obviously it still doesn't have the necessarily the same magic, well, and like, well, that's the thing, it's like, they didn't even make a cameo, and I mean, I think it, from my own opinion so who knows what's real because this is just me talking crap but like i think because i've read articles and stuff because you know they've really i think they did that one movie when they were like 18 or 19 called new york minute and i believe that was maybe the last thing that they did acting wise and then you know they focused on their fashion lines and so i you know they haven't acted for over a decade so i think i think that they were just nervous to be back on film not necessarily like they were too good for it and so um but i do miss them as actresses i get that they're maybe you know when you were acting literally before you could hold your head up like i probably i understand that you're probably like i'm over it and you know they don't need the income to be an actor so like i get that part but as a fan if they're, you know, if if we if they're following us someday and they hear this episode, oh sure. <laughs> a, I want to meet you guys, and um, but well, I think that they're very shy girls. I because, think yeah, because uh, obviously because you've been so enthralled with them from the time you were little, uh, you know, when things would come on TV or whatever, and you know, you'd be watching, 
they just seem like they're shy. Yes. I don't think they're stuck upping. No, no, no. I think that they, if they're in their fashion world, they have um, that world that they created and they control. Yeah, so this is just my PSA to them. <laughs> Can you please have a twin movie come out? <laughs> please release a movie <laughs> or a show. I don't care. I just love them. So, um, but anyway, I feel bad for Mary Kate because, you know. That's not fun well, to go I'm through. I'm sure she can afford some good attorneys. Yeah. And they'll get through it. And I feel bad for her too, but as long as she isn't stuck in the same room with him, yeah, uh, I think she'll be just fine. So we wish her the best. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a friend last night, and they were like, how's your quarantine? <laughs> and I was like, my mom and I are having a great time. I was like, we're... we're we're making a podcast. We're throwing on wigs. We're dressing up. We're making skits. We're watching our stories. Oh, speaking of stories, we watched together. Well, we watched a lot of things, um, but we watched the Natalie Wood documentary. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, I, I will tell you what it was called because I so enjoyed it. Natalie Wood. Uh, it's Natalie Wood, but it's called What Remains Behind. Oh, yeah. And she is the narrator and the interviewer of her daddy, Wagner. That's how she... No, the daughter. You're talking about the daughter. Yeah. The daughter, yes, of course. Of Natalie Wood. Yeah. Um, Her name is Natasha Gregson Wagner. I thought it was interesting because as I... Well, A, I didn't realize how famous Natalie Wood was because, you know, I came along, like, what year did she die? Like, she died in... um, 1981. Yeah, so I wasn't even born... So by the time I came along, like, you heard, the only thing you heard was on the, you know, newsstands of her quote-unquote murder. And so, was it Robert Regner and then the boat driver or whatever and the, um, and Christopher Walken. And so you heard, I mean, that's the only information that I had about Natalie Wood was that she was a movie star and... She like she drowned, right? But then fishy, 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 fishy. <clears throat> so I was actually, I love. It's funny because I'm not a huge documentary fan. <clears throat> you know, it's they're kind of slow or whatever. This one was done so freaking well. Yes, absolutely. Like, not you just get to see who who she was really, and then I did. I honestly did not know what a star she was like, and how many movies that I've heard about. That she was actually in. Uh, I mean, she was in freaking West Side Story and Rebel Without a Cause and what uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I mean, as a little, that was one of yeah. her first roles, I think. But then, um, not only that, I didn't realize how big of a star she was, but that um, when you really get the facts and talk to the people involved of the night that she died. Like, it does seem very, um, I mean, obviously it's still always going to be a little bit of a mystery because no one well, actually saw you know, it. What I thought about that is it made sense to me because she had, number one, the fear of the water and that banging of the boat. Yeah. That, that everybody knew, you know, mom can't go to sleep. It just drove her crazy. The banging of the dinghy against the boat, which would then... You know, re- that explains it all to me. Yeah, so, why I mean... Why she would get up and then go to try to get in that boat. Yeah, so, like, when it was explained to us and yeah. kind of ba- the backstory, story, I mean, it makes 
so much more sense of like, oh, this seems like a very, uh, a a huge accident, right? Absolutely. But, you know, I mean, there is always going to be that mystery of, you because no one knows right like even they the the people there just they no one knows um but it was i think it was so well done and it made you it because honestly i was like oh the husband did it christopher walken did it and they covered it up because that's all you hear in these magazines that they still put on the newsstands to this this day day. which is crazy because i mean obviously they're trying to sell but like so that's sad because that was in my mind so if you feel the same way, people, watch this documentary. It was really well done. Well, and what was really wonderful about the film, or the documentary, uh, how they, all the film they had on her at home with her family, how they lived, how the families were kind of all together, the stepchildren, the stepdaughter, and of course, Willie May. Willie May was the black man. Six foot something, was, I think. Yeah, uh, she was six feet tall. And everybody loved Willie Mae. Everybody. And uh, I think she died at age 90, not too long ago. And uh, I I love that part of... But all these movie stars that were always at their house, and the kids were always there, they were kind of famous for these beautiful, fun parties that they would throw. It was just a fun, fun... Well, they also seemed like... It seemed like... Natalie Wood and Robert Regner were like um, less Hollywood, you know, it, yes. like when it came to just their real life. Yeah. So the, these, it wasn't like they had this amazing house. I mean, it was hey, it's a great well, house. It was a nice house. But I'm not saying like yeah, like so it wasn't like this. They weren't trying to like keep up with the Joneses and yeah. have this yeah. Hollywood life. They were just like family people that just had obviously who have family, uh, famous friends, and the fam- they're just common. It would be like us just having, like, get-togethers, but, like, with, I mean, I don't even know what other stars at that time, but, you know. And the other thing that was cute was um, Natalie had uh, her personal secretary. Oh, yeah. Her name was Liz Applegate. I think she was British, too. Yeah, and she was so cute, and she had the, the office and the desk was in the bedroom over in a corner, and so she was talking about it, and she said, oh, yeah, Natalie and RJ, they were in bed, and we were talking, we were doing this. And she said it, it just was all kind of just one big happy yeah, could you Could you imagine if your desk for your job was in your boss's bedroom where you saw them in bed together? I mean, they, she must have seen some, she must have seen them naked. I doubt that very much. Not a prim and proper Liz, no. no yeah, but no. by accident. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think that they were. I think that couple was a class act. Well, yeah, but I mean, and you just wouldn't have done that. But I just thought it was funny. Show obviously they had a huge bedroom. Yeah, it was. That was was funny. So anyway, for those of you who who have not seen this, it's it's uh, ran on HBO, so you can probably get it on demand. I don't know, but it if you got, I think it was about an hour and a half, and uh, Natasha did such a great job with her interviewing and just getting, you know, basic right to the facts, Danny yep. Wagner. So yeah, it was wonderful. good. So please look it up. <laughs> um, well, thanks for listening, right, everybody? Yes, Our, please come back. Please share it. Please <laughs> like it. You know, we're beco- we're trying to become influencers, people. We need your help. We're going to keep creating content and 
Um, so go to our Instagram page, like it, share it, download all our episodes, tell tell your grandma to listen. Yeah. You might have to hook her up with it, but tell her to listen. <laughs> um, we're gonna, as I said, we're going to record on the weekend, so we will have a new episode every Monday. Um, you you obviously want to know our thoughts about pop culture and what's going on, don't you think, Mom? <laughs> don't you think everyone wants to know? I guess they do. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of my friends actually texted me and was like, "Oh, I love your podcast." And she's like, "I love your mom." She's like, "Your mom sounds so fun and prudy." <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, that puts her to a T because. She is fun, and, you know, you could say whatever, and she'll laugh, or, like, she knows what's a joke and stuff, but then you'll be like, oh, oh, my God, we wouldn't talk about that. And I'm like, yep, that, if I had to describe you, you're fun and prudy. (laughs) It's true. Well, I, that sounds fine to me. Um, In a good way. Um, So, yeah, so thanks for listening to Codependent. We will get... You a new episode every Monday. Subscribe, share. We will do our best. So hang in there with us. We're going to do it. One of the two of us hasn't really gotten the hang of it yet. Well, I would say neither of us have really. (laughs) We're just still, we're still trying to figure out stuff. I still need to do, my next project is to do a better intro. As you all know, it's the same intro, boring, whatever. So that's my next project. Um, so hopefully at some point you will hear a better intro. There you go. But we will see. So thanks for listening. Yes, thank you very much. Come back.